Hello, everyone. This is the Connected Family Podcast, episode number four. This podcast is produced by Connections Family Counseling, LLC, a group counseling practice located in Quincy, Illinois, that helps build resilient kids, strong marriages, and connected families. My name is Mark Vanderlei, and I'm your host. Today's episode is all about parenting styles. So let's jump into that conversation about parenting styles. You may have read about the, num- the different types of parenting out there, as there's been quite a discussion in the media and books and articles about uh, all the different ways that one might approach parenting. There's attachment-based parenting. There's a book called The Battle Hymn of the Tiger Parent. There is from Parenting Teens with Love and Logic. Uh, the helicopter parent, the drill sergeant parent, sergeant parent, and the consultant parent. And so there's a whole wide array, array of ways of describing the different approaches to parenting and the different ways that parents interact with their children. And the thing that I am always focused on when talking to parents about how they approach their children and, and the methods they use in disciplining and building relationship, and really helping their children to develop as people, the thing I always focus on, I bet you guessed it, is connection. How do we build our our children into people who can have relationships and build connections with others while also maintaining and building connection between our children and ourselves? And so I had the wonderful opportunity over the course of oh, the last year and a half to write a dissertation. And many of you might be like, a wonderful opportunity. I don't know about that. That sounds like a horrible opportunity. But for me, it was great. I love learning. I love reading. love exploring new ideas. And the greatest part about the dissertation for me is I got to take two ideas that I was very, very interesting. Actually, three. Three ideas that I was very interested in push, to put them all together into this big old research project and put it out there for the world to see. So I was able to take the ideas of emotional intelligence, fatherhood, and parenting and turn them into a research project. And the title of my dissertation was The Relationship Between Father Emotional Intelligence and Parenting Style. So I got a hold of 115 or so fathers and I asked them to take a survey that consisted of an emotional intelligence measure and a parenting style measure. And then I was able to take the results from those measures and run a couple of different statistical analyses and determine if there was a relationship between father emotional intelligence and parenting style. And it turns out that there is. For fathers that participated in my study, there is a correlation between their emotional intelligence and the authoritative parenting style. Now, that's not exactly the topic for this podcast episode. However, I will be talking about emotional intelligence in another episode coming up soon. So stay tuned for that. Today's focus, as I said, is all about parenting styles. So it's interesting that the idea of a parenting style or the, you know, all these different categories of parenting really didn't develop until the second half of the 20th century. And so there was a writer named Diana Bomrand writer, psychologist, researcher, who came up with a number of different categories of approaches to parenting based on the level of control that is exerted by the parent. So she was really focused on control in the parenting and child relationship and how that impacted the development 
of the child. And so she did all kinds of observations, she did all kinds of writing and research, and was able to categorize the different approaches that parents take based on their, the level of control that they exerted. So that was her continuum, the control continuum. Now later on in the, in the development of parenting styles, there were a couple other writers and researchers, and their names were McCoby and Martin, and they identified another continuum or another aspect of parenting styles. And so they developed the parenting warmth continuum and really started to look at parenting styles based on the level of warmth displayed by parents. And so currently when we talk about parenting styles, we are really talking about a combination of these two dimensions that have been identified in the research over the course of the last century. So the two dimensions are parenting warmth and parenting demandingness is what it's called now, but really it has to do with how much control the parent um, exerts over the child. So it's warmth and demandingness. And if we combine these two continuums together, then we can end up with four different styles of parenting if you think of them as occurring in a grid. What I'm going to do is in the show notes of this podcast, I'm going to provide you with an image of the grid. You'll be able to go find a link to that, which will be on our website, and you'll be able to get that link, download that grid, and hopefully it'll help you to have more of a mental image of the different parenting styles and how they interact with one another based on those two continuums, parenting warmth and parenting demandingness. So the four parenting styles that are identified in the literature and have been researched across the last century are authoritative, authoritarian, permissive, and neglectful. Now it's kind of hard sometimes as I talk about this with parents to differentiate between authoritative and authoritarian. The one thing that's very important is to remember is that the authoritative parenting style is the style that generally in the research has been found to produce the best outcomes for children. And so you might describe the authoritative parenting style as a balance between demandingness and warmth. And so this is the parent who's been able to find a nice balance between exerting control in the relationship with their child and having pretty high expectations for their child, but also doing that with lots of warmth, empathy, and compassion. Then the authoritarian parenting style is really the one that has been described as the authors of Parenting with Love and Logic describe it as the drill sergeant parent. This is the parent that says, my way or the highway. And so that parenting style, authoritarian, would be characterized by very high levels of control, but low levels of parenting warmth. So lots of control exerted by the parenting, but not much empathy, compassion, or warmth. The permissive parenting style is characterized by low levels of control and higher levels of warmth. And so this would be the description that was given from Love and Logic as the helicopter parent, the parent that has lots and lots of empathy, lots and lots of compassion, really really possibly quite emotionally connected to their child, maybe even overly emotionally connected to their child, but very little structure, very little ability to provide um, guidelines for their child, help their child to um, stay within the realm of what's appropriate behavior, and maybe even thinking about difficulty in helping the child to make uh, 
decisions that are good for their life in the future. And then the fourth style identified by McCoby and Martin, um, as well as Baumrand, is neglectful parenting style. And this would be low demandingness and low warmth. So very little structure, very little expectations for the child to develop and have personal responsibility and um, manage their own life, but also very little warmth, very little connection, empathy, and compassion. So as I think about these four different parenting styles, I even think about my personal experience of them, I really often begin to ask myself the question, how was I parented and how do I now parent today? And I would challenge you, the listeners of the Connected Family Podcast, to ask yourself that question as well. How were you parented? Thinking back to the way that you grew up in your family of origin, the experiences that you had, and the relationship you had with your parents, what was it like? Was it more authoritarian? Was it more authoritative, permissive, neglectful? And how does that experience impact the way that you parent today? Now, there are a lot of researchers and theorists who would argue that we tend to recreate the tone and the dynamic of our family of origin in the family that we create with our own children and our own partner. Um, And I would agree with that um, for the most part because it's been something that I've seen in the work that I've done with families. But um, there's a caveat to that, and that is that I really truly believe we can change that. And through some work, through reflection, through personal growth, maybe even counseling, if that is helpful, we have the opportunity um, to make adjustments to the way that we were parented. And so we can create a new environment for our own children and one that is different possibly than the one that we grew up in. So like I said earlier, the authoritative parenting style is the one that through research has been found to provide the best outcomes for children across the lifespan. And generally what is found is that those who come from authoritative homes um, are more self or have more responsibility, tend to do better in school, have the ability to regulate themselves uh, in school environments or other contexts um, to a higher degree, whereas those particularly from the permissive, who come from permissive homes tend to have more difficulty with acting out behaviors um, and difficulty in school, difficulty in future careers, and those types of things. So one of the things um, that I also reflect on quite regularly with particular interest regarding parenting styles is the idea of self-regulation. Because I think the most important aspect as a parent, when thinking about the way that I parent my children, has to do with regulating my emotions, my thoughts, and my behaviors. Because I find personally that I actually fluctuate in the way that I interact and the parenting style that I use, and I probably jump between authoritative and authoritarian. And I find that I tend to revert or resort to the authoritative, meaning high control, low warmth, when I get stressed. And so when I am busy at work, when I am feeling stressors from outside the home, when I um, have not slept well, when I have not been exercising regularly and taking care of myself, that causes the stress level for me to go up. And so when I am stressed... 
then I have a more difficult time thinking clearly and behaving in ways that I value, behaving in the ways that I want to interact with my children. And so I tend then, as I'm stressed, I tend to get overwhelmed and resort to the authoritarian parenting style. And so as I challenge you all who are listening here to think about what happens when you are stressed, what parenting style do you revert to when it's more when you're having a hard time, when the day's been overwhelming, and when there are things crowding in? Because I do believe that we all tend to sort of revert back to one parenting style or another, even if we've done a pretty good job at developing um, and changing the way that we interact in a helpful way. And so self-regulation can be important. That means uh, possibly that you need to, you know, slow yourself down when you're with your children and there's some challenging things going on. They're not acting exactly the way that you would like them to. So that may mean taking a few deep breaths. That may mean removing yourself from the situation for a period of time and uh, going outside for a short walk. Um, one, One thing that tends to help me is I find a task that I need to do for a short period of time and allows me to focus on that task, draw myself out of my emotions, out of my head, because I tend to be thinking, um, have lots of fears going on in my mind when I start to get stressed and make decisions that aren't all that helpful in the way that I interact with my parents, or my children, sorry. Those fears really get triggered in me, and I begin to look ahead and see okay, if this is what's happening right now, then what is that going to mean for the future for my children? And those fears tend to really cause me to react in ways sometimes that aren't all that helpful. I'll give you an example. Sometimes my kids fight. Hmm. Do your children fight sometimes? I bet they do. (laughs) I hate it when my kids fight. It is so frustrating. Um, I grew up in a home where I had two older sisters. I was the only boy in the family. There wasn't much wrestling that went on. They were a little bit older than me, so um, there was uh, less interaction maybe in that physical way. But I have three boys um, in my family, and they love to wrestle, and they love to scream, and they love to run around. And sometimes that gets really, really overwhelming for me. And I have these fears that when they fight and argue, and maybe even somebody ends up crying and getting mad at the other person, that that means... That, that, that they're not going to get along and they're not going to have a good relationship with each other when they get older. And that's one of the things that I so desire for them is that they would have strong relationships when they become adults. And so then I respond to that fighting now in the present with a fear that come fear about their future, a fear that they won't have a good relationship as they move into the future. And so then that fear into the future causes me to respond sometimes in an angry way where I shut down whatever it is that they're doing. Um, and really I get them in trouble for something that is really normal boy behavior. It's completely normal for them to wrestle. It's normal for them to want to have physical interaction with one another, to run around and have lots of movement. And it's probably even normal for there to be conflict and maybe for even one of them to cry and to get mad. But I have a hard time with that because it overwhelms me and it triggers that fear that I have. So I have to remind myself about what's normal for them. Remind myself that it's okay for them to be mad at each other. And actually, it's probably actually quite helpful for them to have conflict with one another. Because if they have conflict with one another and are able, hopefully, 
uh, maybe with my help when I'm calm and in my better moments, uh, to be able to work that out with conversation, with the expression of what they're experiencing inside um, about what the other one is doing. Working out that conflict together can be really, really helpful for them as they move to the future. Whereas if I intervene, if I get upset and shut it all down and make them go to their rooms without ever resolving the, ch- the problem that occurred, that only teaches them to avoid conflict or to um, get upset when they have a disagreement with someone else rather than working it out together to, by talking about it and expressing themselves and having a conversation. So for me, that all has to do with a lot of regulation. I have to work really hard at remembering that my fear is the thing that's triggering me, taking some deep breaths, maybe even taking a time out, calming myself down, and uh, approaching things in a calmer way and in a different way than what really is the natural way for me. Now, one thing that I would say there is that it's important to make sure that everybody's safe. Uh, I'm talking about conflict, I'm talking about wrestling, I'm talking about uh, people crying, maybe somebody getting quite angry. Um, This all assumes that there is safety and that nobody is intentionally uh, severely harming the other person, um, that everyone has the opportunity to express themselves and to be heard and listened to, and so there's both physical and emotional safety. So this podcast episode has been focused all on parenting styles and has challenged you to consider how was I parented growing up and how has the way that you parent you were parented impact the way that you parent today? Do you use authoritative, authoritarian, permissive, or the neglectful approach? And what are some ways that you could uh, practice self-regulation in order to be able to help yourself, help you, begin to parent in a way that is more adaptive and more helpful for your children. I hope it was helpful. I hope you have a wonderful week. I'll see you next time on the Connected Family Podcast. Thank you for joining us on the Connected Family Podcast. I hope you enjoyed that discussion about parenting styles. Just a few reminders about additional resources that you can access at our website, As always, I'll have some show notes up for you um, on the website so you can read through some of the information that was provided here on the podcast. Also, join us us in our Facebook group. Facebook, The Connected Family Podcast is how you would find us. You'd answer a few questions and then join on in with the discussion. There'll be additional resources shared in that group. We'll also be um, continuing the discussion about each one of the topics that are presented in this podcast. You can also visit our website, connectionsquincy.com, and find some additional resources there. Again, thanks for joining us. See you next time.